Hello and welcome back to Mining Stock Daily with me, Paul Harris. Today we're talking about gold and copper production in Latin America and I have great pleasure to be joined by Rodrigo Barbosa, President and CEO of Aura Minerals. Good afternoon, Rodrigo. Good afternoon, Paul. Thank you very much. Very nice I'm, to be here. I'm, I'm really pleased to have you on the on the call today, on the show today, because uh, Aura Minerals, you produced, what, 242,000 ounces of uh, gold equivalent last year. Um, but I think it's fair to say not many people have heard of Aura. You're sort of very much uh, under the radar. You're a Brazilian-based company. You've got a lot of assets in Brazil, but also in Mexico, Honduras, and, and other places as well. Um, but I think it will surprise quite a few people that um, you're a 200, let's say 250,000 ounce a year producer um, that the people haven't heard of. Um, let, let's start there. Is, is that a, an advantage or a disadvantage for you, do you think? I believe it's an advantage uh, because we have so much to, to show the market and the growth and the dividends and the robust projects that we believe that as we move forward and the people know more and more about us, then uh, people can invest in our shares and then we can have the, uh, a better appreciation. Okay. Now, that 242,000 ounces of gold equivalent comes from three different mining operations. You've got mines in uh, Mexico, in Honduras, and Brazil. Um, but if that wasn't enough, you've got three development stage projects, One, uh, three development stage projects in Brazil. One of those is very soon to come into production. That's Almos. Um, tell us about Almos and then um, the other two development projects you're working on. Yes, uh, actually, uh, Paul, uh, just yesterday we announced that we started the ramp up of Alma. So now we have a three production essence, one in, in ramp up and the other two to be developed. Uh, as we mentioned, this is a reasonably uh, not known story or it's a turnaround story. It's a company that has been around uh, since 2006 in Toronto Stock Exchange. But since 2017, with a new shareholder and new management, we've been able to take back the growth and re-strategize the company. We come from 120,000 ounces of production back four or five years ago. As you mentioned, last year, 243. And with the three greenfield projects that we have uh, on our pipeline, we'll be able to reach uh, 450,000 ounces of production by annualized by 25. Okay. So can you sort of talk me through the development strategy or, or the development um, that's going to happen between now and sort of 2025? As you mentioned, um, Amos is, is a development project that's you know coming into production. I think you're sort of guiding production later or some point in this quarter. And then what what comes after that? What are the next steps? Um, we after Almas, we have other two greenfield projects, uh, both of them in Brazil. Uh, the first one is Borborema, which an acquisition that we did uh, last year. Uh, and the second one is Matopa. Uh, so our plan, uh, Borborema, it's a it's a project that. Uh, uh, was belonged to a big river, a listed company in Australia that we we did an offer. Um, now we are converting all the uh, JORC rules to 43101, but under the JORC rules, it's a project that has over 2 million ounces and resource and reserve that is now uh, being converted to 43101. And we plan to uh, start the construction of Borborema uh, by the end of this semester. Uh, so in uh, just a couple of months, now uh, we want to start construction of Borborema. I would just also highlight point the way we strategize the company on a growth pipeline, we focused uh, very much in simpler, easy to build, easy to operate projects, not necessarily very large projects. 
Uh, and that's paying off because the payback of those projects is uh, a year and a half, two years. And we've been able to, to build those projects on time on budget. Almost, uh, we built in less than 16 months. Uh, that's already uh, starting the ramp up. And then uh, Borema, we should start construction in June. And we expect to enter online by the end of 24. Okay, thank you. Now, just for a point of comparison, getting up to sort of 450,000 ounces uh, gold equivalent production a year will put the company at the same sort of level of output of uh, companies like Alamos Gold, Eldorado Gold, Oceana Gold, Torex Gold. So um, you'll be up there amongst some very, very good, uh, very select peer group. Yes, that's our intention. Uh, we want to go beyond the 450. Uh, we have a Three very clear ways to build value to our shareholder. Number one, Alma, uh, uh, our as a company that has underinvested in geology and exploration. Uh, they didn't have it had a lot of scarce of capital in the past. So only in the last uh, two years, we increased our uh, exploration efforts from seven, eight million dollars to 22, 23. And we have 650,000 hectares in exploration uh, mineral rights. So number one, we want to increase resource and reserves. Number two, uh, we also have the growth pipeline to reach the 450,000 ounces, as you mentioned. But number three, that, that's why we want to go beyond the 450, is that uh, uh, we continue to pursue M&A. Uh, NAV in multiples of the companies in our size tends to be at uh, 50%, 0 0.5, 0 0.4, 0 0.55. Uh, companies that goes beyond the half million ounces go to six, seven, eight hundred thousand ounces tends to have a multiple of 0 0.7, 0 0.8. So we do want to move beyond the 450 by 25. Okay. So does that give you potentially sort of you know some capital allocation challenges because obviously you're, you're investing a lot in in development of the, your properties at the moment as you mentioned sort of, let's say sort of 20 23 million a year in exploration and so for m a how, how does that sort of fit into the picture will that be opportunistic or are you going to wait till you've got some of these uh, development projects more advanced and, and constructed before you sort of you know, go into that again no m a it's a part of a strategy uh, it's a mix of a uh, high strategic plus the opportunistic. Uh, unfortunately, we cannot choose exactly what we will do in terms of M&A. You have to deal what is out there. Uh, in terms of capital structure, though, uh, again, going back to the way we strategize the company, keeping simple, simple projects, fast payback, and not not very large. When you combine the greenfield projects that we have today, plus the cash flow that we come from in operations with the fast payback on those projects, uh, we've been able to grow, pay dividends, and still be able to do MA. So we still we continue to monitor the market uh, and look MAs without having to jeopardize our dividends or the greenfield projects. Okay. Now, as I mentioned, you're you've got mines in Mexico, Honduras, and Brazil. You've you've got a, a several development projects in Brazil as well. So when you're looking at M&A, um, is that going to be Brazil-focused, Latin America-focused, or maybe even North America? Yeah, we feel we are uh, America's player. Uh, we feel very comfortable in Latin America and the Americas. Of course, uh, when you are already present in one country, it gets easier for you to get a transaction and a, a deal. Uh, Brazil, we have a DNA our DNA is Brazilian, so it's natural to have uh, uh, easier access uh, to Brazil. But nevertheless, we continue to monitor uh, alternatives in, in Mexico. And as you mentioned, uh, US and Canada is part of a strategy. Although 
uh, yet we need to close our NAV gap. There's still, we're still too much discounted on terms of NAV multiples compared to our assets in the US and Canada. So we need to close this gap first before thinking about a, a more aggressive move to, to US or Canada. Okay, thank you, Rodrigo. Now, um, as, as I mentioned, you're not just a gold producer, you also produce copper. And, and recently, you've uh, obtained some more exploration uh, concessions in the Carajas region of Brazil, which is a, a famous copper producing uh, district there. H how does copper fit into the company's plans? Uh, very much. Uh, we we like the combination of copper and gold. We always liked it. That's why we have Aranzazu. Aranzazu uh, today, in the, the copper overall in all, uh, it's close to 30% of the revenues. Uh, most of the greenfield projects, all of them that we are building in the next uh, two or three years are on gold. Uh, so copper tend to be dilutive and we would like to maintain a 30 at least or 40% of our revenues coming from, from copper. So uh, new investments, either M&A or new exploration efforts, uh, will have some focus on, on copper. Excellent. Well, I wish you the best of luck with the, the developments uh, on that you have planned for this year, Rodrigo. Looking forward to finding out more as things progress. Oro Minerals trades on the TSX under ORA and on the OTCQX under ORAAF. Rodrigo Barbosa, President and CEO, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you very much, Paul. Very nice talking to you. And that's all from me, Paul Harris. Stay tuned for more from Mining Stock Daily. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.